Hey guys, we may have recorded episodes 8 and 9 at the same time, so this one's a little bit shorter, and we're a little bit more drunk than normal, but I think it turned out okay. Uh, last time on Table Boys, yep. With the train doors open and you guys looking around at the city of Nomergon, and Ty's eyes meeting a little girl who looks like his deceased sister. Oh, fuck. All right, so I, I have a flask. I take out the flask, and I, uh, I pretty much just polish it off. And you see three wanted posters. And there's a picture of you, Ty, and Jiro. Wanted for the destruction of Braden's Brook. You said there's an information booth. I, I looked. I asked where Simon's house is. Some, the person goes, uh, Mr. Simon is in the, the last mansion on the left. I am here to speak with you about a matter that has come to my attention. Um, not have come here today if I was not an innocent man looking to clear my name and the name of those I traveled with. There is not a chance. I'm gonna just get rid of the bounty on these people. I know what they did. The only reason you're alive is because you've been vouched for. Where are your friends now? They're in the city? Yeah, I, yeah, they were. Uh, I, can, I can help you find them. I think we should go to the Jade Temple uh, and like, kind of let this shit cool down here. Because we have to leave We have to leave the town to get... We have to leave Nomergon to get to the Jade Temple. Then I say we leave now while it's dark out. It's dark. I think we can get going. And here we go with episode 9. Okay, so you guys make it to the Jade Temple. It was, uh, it was actually a pretty easy walk. It was bright and sunny the entire way there during the day. Nights were calm and easy. There were rest points. Uh, it was a fun trip, actually. You know, it, was, it wasn't bad. Closer to the Jade Temple, it got a little more ominous, uh, I'll say. Trees that were lush a little bit ago started to die, and it looks more forsaken than anywhere around it. But the temple itself is, is, is brightly lit. And uh, a very lime green on the outside, I want to say. They're really into green at the Jade Temple. Um, so this is the Emerald City. <laughs> <laughs> well, ish. It's one building. Uh, and you're at the steps walking into it. I'll describe this temple a little more. The entire outside is growing, glowing, lime green in the bright sunlight. Uh, there's people walking in and out of it. Imagine like you're seeing the Sistine Chapel, tourists walking in and out, seeing pictures. They're not taking pictures because actual cameras don't exist, only video cameras, believe it or not, <laughs> which is weird in this world. Uh, they don't so, know still photography, just No, they can only do motion. <laughs> only robots can. There's no like device in their hands. Okay. There's a couple goblins with floating devices. Film that, mommy. Film that, mommy. Or literally like film that mommy as in the mom of the group uh super uninteresting these people suck they're like textbook tourists and you're in a crowd of them in the main hall now of the jade temple okay so G jiro's bored as fuck and yeah jiro's gonna roll discern realities because he hasn't rolled yet he actually hasn't done much so he's getting yeah. into this well he was he ate a lot of ice cream so you, you're all walking into this. Jiro's staring out of the room. He's bored. Like, Jiro's actually bored by this. He hasn't fought in days. So bored. Uh, where do I roll for Disney Realities with 
Int. Roll plus ways. Two d six plus ways. Oh, that's it. I I assume zero's not that wise. It's a definite zero. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Ooh. Oh god! Juro looks around. He sees all the tourists, and he's <laughs> less bored. He sees a lot of weird-looking people, and he's kind of poking fun at them. Uh, he's the biggest person in this room by far, and he—that's really important to him. He's really proud of his size. So there's a lot of gnomes. There's a lot of goblins. There's a handful of humans. There's. That's it, actually. No, what no what Jiro doesn't like is Jiro sees a lot of fathers and sons. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and, this, and this makes Jiro very, very angry. Oh, no. Jotoro? <laughs> Jotoro? Jiro, Jiro, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, someone tell him it'll be okay. I I, I pat him. I, I grab him by the hand and be like, it'll be okay, son. Jiro, <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, I want to kill every father here. Jiro, <laughs> Jiro, I'm with uh, I'm I, with you. I hate these guys too. But uh, let's get to that in a second. Let me just let me make sure there's no uh, traps around here first. All right. Okay. Okay. And then we're going to clock some dad daddies. I'm not opposed to him killing someone because I do need to animate a zombie. So Before uh, <laughs> before Ty sets a trap, can I spout lore on the temple itself? No, I'm, I'm like checking for... Uh, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. All right, so you can both do this, actually. But let's go Let's go, Ty first. All right, okay. so it's... Um, yeah, it's trap expert. When you spend a moment to survey a dangerous area, roll plus dex. On a 10 plus, hold three. On a seven and nine, hold one. Uh, spend your hold as you walk through the area to ask these questions. Is there a trap here? And if so, what activates it? What does the trap do when activated? And what else is hidden here? Got it. Okay. Roll. Okay. So my dex is plus three. Yeah, that's solid. 2d6 plus three. 13. Killed it. Nice. Yo, you're Sorry. at a plus three on something? Uh, yeah, I yeah, went straight. I have a plus three. I went straight too. dex. Um, my, wit, my end is plus three. All right. So I get hold three. And then... Uh, I walk How through the area to ask these questions. What? Yeah, all of them? Yeah, I ask all three questions. Is there a trap here? And if so, what activates it? Is there a trap here? Yes. If so, what activates it? All right. Killing so fathers. <laughs> <laughs> you look around this area. It's a normal tourist trap. Uh, you see, like, a sign over the door. It probably says something like employees only, but more cryptic. Uh, and then you squint, and beyond it, you see something that looks like it doesn't look like a, a tripwire in a tripwire sense. It's like a fog, but you know from your memory that sometimes people hide tripwire in fog. So anytime you touch the fog, okay. it activates the trap. So the fog activates it if you enter the yes. fog. Yes. Yes. If you step on it's like it's foot level. It's about two inches high. It's a sheet of fog. Okay. And, and what area of the room is this? It's a decent hop. It's in a hallway in, like, an employees-only section. Okay. And uh, what does the trap do when activated? Uh, I guess you walk up closer to it. You see little little holes in the wall, and you assume it either shoots out 
like a projectile, like an arrow, or it shoots out a gas, like a poisonous or toxic gas. Okay. You, you can't tell which one, but you just know there's holes. Yeah. And um, is there anything else hidden here? Or actually, what else is hidden here? What else is hidden here? In this hallway, in the room, n- nothing. You would assume there's more things hidden farther down. Okay. Yeah. I think that's good information. Yeah, that's good. And then I, I just get hold three. So. And hold three, yep. Which that's is stuff. awesome. And you, someone wanted to spout lore? Uh, I was going to spout lore just to see, like, is this temple, like, eating the... Like eating the nature around it, this is like sucking the life force from it or something. Is that why it looks all disheveled around it? Roll. Uh, it's two d six plus int, so two d six plus one. That's a twelve. Ooh, so something interesting and useful. You know nature. You know nature very well. You know trees. You've seen trees. You know animals, and you hear their whispers. They're afraid of this temple. Trees can't grow near it. Whenever the the green moon shines in this temple, essentially a plague of death expels from it. And what time of day is it? It's daytime. Wait, is that is that the end of the spell lore? Was there something else? No, I think that's both interesting and useful. Okay. Um, is this a place of power? Yes, mm-hmm. it is. You it, you can feel magical energy surging from this whole temple. First, I, before I do anything, I want to convene with the group. What is our plan for this place? You guys don't want me to be any part of this plan. <laughs> Not in the right state, state of mind right now. I actually think... Believe it or not, Jiro. We can that's use the exact... Jiro. If these are all worshippers of the Jade God, Jotaro, you... they must fall. Jotaro, you think you can use me? I think we can use your rage right now. I think that you'll be very useful. Okay, okay. Are there any, uh, GM Peck, are there any, like, GM. very, are there, is it, are there any, like, very clear people that, like, work here? Like, yes, uh, there are like, acolytes. acolytes. They're hooded men in dark, dark green robes walking around. Uh, some of them have incense. And honestly, there are stupid looking tour guides with green bandanas <laughs> on and like light green eyes they're giving the tour this is where something something happened that's not interesting and this is where something something happened that's not interesting which like the goblins and the gnomes are eating up they fucking love it all right so I'll, i want to point at one of the acolytes and ask him to take just random random acolyte next to us and say you Take us to the chalice immediately. So he looks at you, and I'll say, coincidentally, this is the same one Joe Toro talked to. Oh, very convenient. Yeah, it's it's almost like it's easier for me. Um, he goes, yes, I will. Come with me. And he leads you down a separate hallway from what Ty saw a trap at. Okay, so there's no trap. Here. But uh, before before we leave, though, let's uh, let's take note of that that hallway. I'm guessing there's some treasure or something back Are there. Are all of you coming? Is it them? still? Is this whole area a place of power? This whole temple is a place of power. Yes. Okay. At any point in time, you can use the spell ritual. Mm-hmm. Are all of you coming with this acolyte? I do want to see the chalice. Okay, 
Wait, are there any dead bodies around by any Nope. Okay. No dead bodies. <laughs> nope. So, looking at this church, or this temple, temple, excuse me, uh, let's say it's the front is this, this giant, ornate, dark granite structure. The left side is where Ty saw the traps. He's taking you through the right side, the right employees only side, where there's it's not trapped. It takes you down moderately long hallway, and it turns left. Obviously, you're on the right side, it turns left, so it's turned to the center. And inside is a chalice. Above the chalice is a sunlight, is a skylight. The part of the roof is missing, and you see sun beaming down on a small sapling. The sapling isn't doing anything. And then he tells you, in the light of the moon, the sapling drips the blood of the jade god. And you can look into the cup and see about enough for one sip. One, There's about one sip, sip's worth in the cup. Oh, okay. So the cup fills from the blood of the jade god. Who wants to sip? <laughs> All right, so Jotaro. Yes. Uh, can I, is it possible for me to, like, pull him aside uh, without uh, Acolyte hearing anything? Or is it, like, a small like, enough give, room? If you give, like, a small reason, like, to pull aside... Uh, excuse sense. me, Acolyte, but me and my druid friend here need to figure out which one of us is going to drink from it. Do you mind if we, we're going to go speak to it to figure this out? Take your time. <laughs> okay, so now we're talking. I've got all day. <laughs> so this the is life the of weird, an Acolyte. This is the weirdest Acolyte I've ever met. What is your plan with the chalice? I, for one, would like to destroy it and the entire temple. That was my plan. I planned on drawing on this place of power to end the magic that is here, to use the place of power actually to destroy it and destroy the power of the chalice, or possibly undo the jade moon. What if we have... What if the Acolyte? He will not be okay with us destroying it. Yes, which is why I think first we <laughs> tell Jiro to, to maul him. So he's dead, and then I resurrect his body, so we have extra defense against whatever dangers may try to stop I, us. I agree. Great idea. All right. So we go back in, and, uh... Oh, as that conversation was going on, his hands were in his pockets, and he was kind of whistling, but, like, like really creepily whistling, because he's still an acolyte. <laughs> All right. Jiro. <laughs> did you know that this acolyte is a happy and proud father of about four children. I am a father. He loves his kids, too. How many sons does he have? All sons. (laughs) (laughs) I have eight sons, and they all run another chapel of the Jade God. Are you close with your sons, Acolyte? Very. (laughs) (laughs) How does that make you feel, Jiro? I don't have any feelings about it. All I know is that he needs to le- he needs to leave. He needs to leave or I'm gonna kill him. I will not leave this cup. <laughs> and I'm sensing hostility from you. <laughs> In one motion, Jiro grabs his axe with his right hand from his left side specifically and slices directly at his throat. That's a hack and slash. Two D six plus strength. But it should be a pure destruction. Oh yeah, yeah. You're definitely hungry for I'm that. I agree. One d six, one d eight. Oh, a definitely closed. Yeah. <laughs> it was like yeah, I, ac- I accidentally, <laughs> I accidentally xed out of something like a minute ago. And I didn't know which one it was, and I'm now realizing it. Control shift T. Oh jeez. Partial success. 
Okay. But at least the the one d eight was higher than the. Yeah, that's actually would have been been really fun for me. So hack and slash on a seven and nine, you deal your damage to an enemy, and the enemy makes an attack against you. So roll damage on this acolyte. How much damage? One d ten. That's your damage. You do the most damage. Oh, you're saying how much damage? Oh, yep. oh boy. Somebody's got to jump in. Okay, so you swing at this acolyte's throat, and he curls back, and you slash his chest, not very deep, doing three damage. You see green blood pour out. It's like the blood is hot. The blood is steaming. It raises above his head and turns into another version of himself. Both of... So there's two of them now? There's now one physical Jade Acolyte and one ethereal Jade Acolyte floating above him. They're both attacking Jiro, and they both do 1d6. So roll 2d6. See how much they hate you for. Okay. Uh, hey, my boy's got some armor, mi- too. Minus armor. Minus armor. Uh, they both... So, so that actually only does two damage to you. So both this ethereal and physical Jade Acolyte pull out a small jagger, which is also Jade, because that's their thing, uh, (laughs) and slash towards you. The ethereal one passes straight through you. It hasn't materialized yet, but the physical one hits a a groove in your armor and does two damage to you. An extra two. No, no, that was... Just two, just two. You only take two damage. It should be three. Yeah, it should be three. No, it I shouldn't. It's separate. It's separate. It's separate. So the four so takes the, two It's one minus one two. It's nine. four God, minus two. So you take. Smart. And then uh, I uh, I just take out my dagger and I, I lunge for the acolyte. And I try and hit him in that same spot in that chest and like twist as a... That, okay. That's 2d6 plus dex. Seven. Partial success. Okay. Roll damage. Peck seems eight. mysteriously happy that we're getting partial successes. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That's I, uh, a damage of an eight. So you hit right into his wound, directly into his wound, and yeah, you I twist. twist it. Mm. And you hear organs crush at the. Yeah, that's an accurate sound. <laughs> and as you pull it out, another ethereal form of this acolyte comes out. And you're going to roll. 3d6 damage you take. I don't want to do that. Yep. (laughs) 15. So, you have one armor? Yes. Right? So that's 13. You take 13 damage. I don't want to. Uh, But you do. So I have 5 health Shouldn't he take 12 damage? Oh, it is 12. Yeah, it's 12. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Excuse me. Yeah, sorry. Math plus alcohol. Um, is this acolyte still alive? Yep. With a dagger through the heart? A dagger through some organs. So he's the, taking... So the taking 11 damage. If there's yep. Does it, does if it go by armor. HP, or does it go by, like, story? I'm just confused. No, Peck gives them assigned it, HPs. They have health, yeah. I think they have HP, but, but like, Peck... I give them assigned HP, think... cinematically I'll describe things. But, okay, but I'm saying, like, if you someone, like, went and, like, it cinematically cut their, you know, throat... Their head yeah, off I'll, I'll give a, I'll give a bonus to that. I'll give a bonus. 
So they do have set HP, though. Yeah, they have a set HP. This right, Acolyte, um, I actually have a set HP for it. Right, I'm going to turn into a, uh, a mountain lion and jump at him. Jump at his head, specifically with my claws. And I'm getting far away. I'm, like, getting... <laughs> I'm backing up. Okay. I rolled a nine, so I have a... Well, you need to roll to turn it into a mountain lion first. That's the roll. That's the roll. To oh, okay. Okay, that. you're a mountain lion. I have a hold two. So then I'm going to hack and slash his face. That's a 2d6 plus strength. Uh, imagine the... So the... I'll describe it as you roll this roll. Uh, seven. Ooh. <laughs> oh, no. Wait, that, that's a just for damage, though, right? <laughs> How much health do you have? No, that's not Me, damage. I have what a... What was that roll for? That's his attack. That's my uh, attack. I'm going to reiterate. Him. He rolled nine to turn into a mountain lion, which was successful. Then he rolled a partial success, a seven uh, for the attack. Now roll damage. Two. Oh. Yeah, How much health damage. do you have? Okay, so this is what happens. As a human, Avos jumps at the Acolyte. Mid-air, you see him morph into a mountain lion. The teeth in his mouth turns to sharp fangs as they snap at his throat. But the Acolyte rears back a little bit, and he only gets the smallest nick. Out of that nick, another Acolyte forms. All four of them swing at Avos. Roll 3d6 plus 1d4. Isn't there, um, uh, like a bodyguard move or something like that? There's a defend, yes. 14? You uh, have no armor. armor. Zero. No armor. You take 14 damage. This Acolyte is bleeding yeah, a lot. This Acolyte's bleeding a lot. He's still smiling. All of his ethereal forms are smiling, but he's still a human, and he's losing a lot of blood. You're like you're not idiots. I point my finger at him and cast magic missile. <laughs> at him, at the physical body of him, and not the ethereal forms. Yes, the real one. Okay. Ten. Bam. There you go. This, okay. Uh, describe this. Describe what you do. I just, I, I look at him and I see all the forms that are around him and I like point my finger at all of them and like look around until I lock it right on his head and then I blast it. Do you have your hand in a little like, like a toy gun kind of motion? Do you say, do you say hasta la vista, baby? The... <laughs> I will be back. <laughs> the acolyte, the acolyte <laughs> explodes. Yeah. Whoa. Completely explodes. God, how come... Joe Torre gets all Wait the kill shots. Wait a second, you didn't roll damage. Oh yeah, I did not roll damage. I thought it was 10 damage to him. Yeah, but it he exploded. Might not explode. I saw it. I saw it nope, explode. Nope, not, not with that damage. <laughs> I saw it like, happen. Ten, I'll tell you right now, 10 damage, it, it definitely explodes. Let's see, what he rolls, it's 2d4, so no, let's we, see. We already just saw it. What do you mean? Did he Did he just unexplode? Nope. I heard it explode. I, sorry, I was looking for damage. You hit him. 2d4, roll 2d4. I hope... Oh, actually, it explodes! Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, thank God! So. He had five health left. <laughs> Goddamn best. He had five health left. Oh, wait. Um. Now, uh, he rolled he, a six, he had five health left. I understand that he explodes. How does that affect my anime dead? Hold on. Let me, let me finish this cinematically, right? 
you point your your finger guns to him. I assume you're doing this with finger guns. I assume all your magic missiles are finger guns. Point straight at his head, blows up. There's no new blood. There's no new ethereal form, but there's a decapitated body with jade green robes on the floor and three floating ethereal forms of him above him. They're still there. Interesting. Yeah. Wish I took to spell magic. And I'll say each one of them, uh, one of them looks at you, Joe Toro. One of them looks at you, Avos. And one of them looks at you, Jiro. Since Ty stepped back, I'll, I'll give him a little benefit of doubt there. Yeah, I've been like steadily just trying to find safety because I'm like bleeding. I'm like, so, I'm hurting. Yeah. The Ethereals are still alive. Ethereals are still alive. The physical corpse is dead. Wait, we can't hit them though because they're ethereal. I didn't say anything. Um, but they didn't wanted... hit Jared. They didn't hit Jiro either. No, the they guys... did. I got hit, but just they hit Jiro. Like, I thought you said it went um, through him. No. Oh, that one. That one went through him. But the one that hit Ty definitely did not. And the one that hit you definitely did not. I mean, clearly it did fourteen fucking damage. Yeah. So you have three ethereal versions of this acolyte to deal with. But they do they do D6, Jiro. so technically can't kill me. Jiro screams to help out his companions. He goes, What are you waiting for? <laughs> and I roll two D six or two D six. What's my Are you kidding me? Uh, you yell, what are you waiting for? But it goes through ethereal ears. <laughs> They're not tempted at all by this taunt. Uh, They're guys? Not of this world. Guys, I don't know what to do. These are weird. Uh, Joe Toro, maybe use your ethereal thing to talk to them? I was thinking about that, but I, don't, I mean, I'll try it. I'm not too confident. Uh, I think they're just aggressive spirits now. Um, wait. Uh, you know what? Let me... That's the worst roll I could possibly... Yeah, that was pretty... Uh, you, you literally rolled snake eyes. One, one, plus two. Yeah, I know. <laughs> mark X, though. Yeah, I marked the... Um, are they... I mean, if we're, if we're going in order, it's Ty next. Oh, yeah, it's Ty. Uh, but, I mean, granted, anyone can jump in front of anyone in Dungeon World, which is super fine, super normal. Yeah. Uh, but if Ty wants to go next, it's his turn. All right, I so do I have... Low health. Do I have um, any, like, potions or bandages in my bag or something? Any. I believe only Joe Toro and Jiro have potions. I mean, I have, a, yeah. I have adventuring gear. Adventuring gear isn't potions. It's very different. Do I have, like, a... But in that gear, maybe I have, like, a bandage or something. Uh, yeah, but you... Start patching myself uh, up. Since I'm just hiding behind this wall, I'm not doing shit, like... I play PUBG. Yeah, but it's not, gonna, it's not going to heal you, like... Um, that's like in downtime you can get some extra healing, but like in combat you can't just patch yourself up and get HP, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like think about right. it. You just got stabbed and you put a like a fucking bandaid over it, and then you run out. Do you think you have more health now? No, not really. So I um, I just take out the rest of my flask and uh, have a sip. Have a sip. <laughs> so you're done. You're out. <laughs> Alright, I'll shoot a magic missile at the specters. Alright. I'll let you do that. Gotta make something happen here. Roll. First. Oh, am I rolling first? Well, 
Oh, what? That's not your actual roll. No, that. What did I do wrong? Two d six plus three. Plus three. Okay. Plus yeah. Well, either way, it's it's a fantastic success. That's a d twenty six. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah. uh, Which isn't I'm a like, thing. how did? <laughs> I'm like, that, like, that seems doesn't, high. That doesn't make I, sense. I was trying to. No, it does make sense. It's actually a reasonable roll, right? No, yeah. it's plus three. No, 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 no it's it 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 can't. It looked like it rolled two sixes plus three. Is what it looks yeah, like it happened. All I see is number, yeah. letter, number, number. Okay, but that did not work. Oh, five. The real one did not work out. So this is what happens. I'll tell you right now, you don't lose magic missile. You're you're used to when a spell doesn't work, forgetting it completely. It's, but it's supposed to be whatever you decide. Yes, yeah. Uh-huh. So what happens is you fire off two magic missiles towards these acolytes. It goes into them. Roll 2d4. One of them gets about 2 HP higher. The other one gets about 3 HP higher. For the listeners, he rolled a two and a three. All right, guys, uh, I'm out of idea. <laughs> oh, and you sh- you're the one that shot him. You could have just turned Ethereal and talked to them. I don't think they're here to talk. They've already stabbed Ty and Jiro and you. Uh, okay, so one is now going directly towards Jotaro. One's going directly towards Avos. One's going directly towards Jiro. Let's say Avos. What are you doing? Um. I jump backwards. You're still mountain lion. Currently. Well, no, I'm jumping backwards, transforming out of mountain lion form. Okay. And grabbing the chalice. That would be forwards. Oh, so. so imagine the chalice like below a plant on an altar, and you're in front of the altar. So you jump backwards to be jumping towards the exit. You would have to jump forwards to jump. To, you'd have to jump forwards like past these ethereal acolytes to get to the chalice. I say we just fight him. I mean, if magic missile didn't work. All right, so what I'll do is... uh. Well, it's magic. Um, I'm actually going to take a safer path and turn into a rock dillo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, all right, so... Are you jumping toward the chalice or not? <laughs> yes, I am. I'm going to charge yeah. the chalice as a rock dillo. Because okay. a rock dillo also gives me plus two armor. Yes, it does. So I'd like to do that. So I guess I need to change... I have to roll to change forms. Yeah, that's the only roll you need to make. And you and don't I do it. I fucking failed it. All right. <laughs> Our rolls have been so bad. How about Fuck. this? Cinematically, you jump forward towards the Jade <laughs> Chalice, thinking you're going to turn into a rock dillo. You curl up into a little ball, but you're a still ball. human. No, no, no. I'm a cat. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I'm no. You from, didn't turn. Yeah. I'm, I'm going from cat to. Out of it. That 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 was if I could have if I if the chalice oh, okay. was behind me. Yeah, you're still a cat. You're now a cat in a ball. Near the chalice, being hit by an acolyte. Take one d six. How much health do you have? Seven. How much health do you have now? Three. You rolled the four. So uh, so then I'm so I'm near the chalice. You hit the altar the chalice is standing on, and it's wobbling. It looks like it's about to fall over. I, I would knock the chalice over. Okay, you let it fall over. That's fine. Let's go Jiro next. Jiro has no idea what to do, so just swings his axe wildly at the uh, <laughs> ethereal acolyte. 
Okay. I guess just another hack and slash. Yep. The axe, you said? Yeah. Okay. I mean, my hammer. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what you're getting which, at. Which one? The better one. Uh, I mean, Jiro wouldn't think to use his hammer. Yeah. Okay. You can't lead in, though, like that, Vic. It's like... Like the axe, yeah, the, the axe is fine. Yeah, the axe is fine. Oh wait, I think I get something from that, but I don't think you do. You get something from that, but I don't know if it matters to this stupid fucking ethereal acolyte. Um. So your spell is your spell. What's well, smash on it? On, so he rolled you, a twelve. When you hack and slash on a twelve plus, you deal. Your damage and choose something physical. Your target has a weapon, their position, or a, or a limb, and they lose it. Which is a great fucking ability. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, I will say first roll damage and then choose. He rolled a ten. Ooh. So I know this guy's gonna die from that, but fictionally it'll be interesting if you tell me what he loses. <laughs> I mean his weapon. So you swing your axe. You cut straight from his hand to his other hand <laughs> through his torso. His weapon, his ethereal dagger falls to the floor and disappears, and so does he. Nice, Jira. This is the one that gained three health. Oh, God. Just going to throw that out there. This is the one that gained three from Joe Toro's. So they have at most seven health, the other ones. Somehow physical attacks work on these ethereal forms. No, I mean, that that works, and that's a thing in different lore. Like, it doesn't... Just because they're ethereal doesn't mean you can't hit them with weapons. Who wants to go next? I'm going to cast Animate Dead on that uh, Acolyte's body. Okay. Roll. Oh, for the listeners, right? Animate Dead is a cleric ability. But since Jotaro is a human, he gets to pick one. He picked Anime Dead. He turned level three, and he rolled the twelve. So he will be animating this with one d four thing. Read the spell, Jotaro. Actually, I will be rolling it. I'll be uh, animating it with all four of those abilities because I'm going to use my uh, advanced move for empower magic, so uh, it gets maximum effect. Actually. I, it says I could also double the targets. Is there another dead body around here? Like, is that ethical nope. thing have a body? No. Damn, I would have loved two zombies. But I'll just take it so it has maximum effects, and I'll take the uh, the, the minus one ongoing. Okay, and tell me what the effects are. So it gets the maximum effects out of the... Uh, instead of, I would assume that means instead of having to roll the 1d4 for the four effects. I just yes, uh, effects. there's listeners who may not be familiar with the game and are curious to the effects. I'm making sure that that's what it did. But uh, So it's talented, so one of its stats gets a plus two modifier. It's durable, so it has plus two HP for every level I have. It has a functioning brain and can complete com- complex tasks, and it does not appear obviously dead, at least for a couple days. Okay. Um, so it doesn't have a head. Yeah, but I think by functioning brain, it just means that, like, you know... It, it, can, it, could, it could do, do tasks. I mean, it, I guess it, it seems, like, as li- alive as you can be without a head. Yeah, like, but the, it's magically competent, I guess. You know, the brain is magic. Yeah, yeah, no, I'll give I'll give you, like, magic benefits for that, whatever. Uh, yeah. So it's just, it's a... It's everything but a head. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess uh, the plus two will be for strength. I guess, like, whatever the hack and slash. Hack and slash would be strength, yes. Okay, yes. Yeah, so All right, uh, Jotora, may I ask you to attack the one that's near me? 
I have yeah, one you, health. Yeah, I, I send the zombie to attack that one. Okay. Have it roll 2d6 plus strength. Whatever. To be the one near Avos does not have any of the plus health. Nine. Okay. Take it down, zombie man. Roll damage. Well, roll uh, damage, damage to zombie. I don't know. What uh, does your spell say it is? It we said 1d4, didn't say. we? It's it your damage. Um. We agreed to that when we were talking about it off camera. It's 1d4. Yes. Okay, roll 1d4. So this is the one without any extra health from Jotaro's magic missiles. Two. So it takes one damage, and it's not phased too much by this attack. And as the zombie essentially passes through this ethereal form, ethereal version of Acolyte, as the zombie, the headless zombie passes through it, takes its dagger and runs it from its ass to its would-be neck. Roll 1d6. Two. Two. How much health does your zombie have? Uh, seven, because it gets plus two for every level I have, so plus six plus the one it has. It's still alive. Uh, it's still alive. I don't think it winces with pain because it's a zombie. Uh, but it, it definitely bleed in green blood. <laughs> Good. Actually, you know what? Just it's bleeding green blood, and another acolyte comes out. But it should be a friendly acolyte now. And it attacks the acolyte that attacked it. For yeah. 1D6. Roll one d six. I got acolytes, zombies, and ethereal zombies. Roll one d six. Six. And the acolyte that attacked the zombie disappears. Yeah, I'm the best kid in this game. As that acolyte disappears, so does the acolyte that attacked it. Ah, right, well, that was worth it. <laughs> so there's one acolyte left. It has two extra health, and it's staring at you, Jotaro. Bring it. And it swings. Um, wait, before... I was nope, gonna say, it okay. swings. Right, 1d6. Right. Uh, question. Does this acolyte count as arcane magic? No. Like it's, this isn't a spell. This is attack. I can't counterspell this. You can't counterspell an attack. Right. No. What am I roll? What am I doing? One d six. You take one d six. I could be rolling these, but I feel like it's better if you guys three. roll. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you take three damage. You take three damage as this acolyte flies through you. His physical body flies through you, but his dagger doesn't, and it slices the side near your kidneys, but doesn't pierce any organs. Do you remember how much constitution you said I had? I mean, how much health I had? It was constitution plus what? Uh, I believe three damage won't kill you, so I don't care. No, I know. I was just wondering, but okay. And let's go... Did Ava's go in a while, or is it Jira? Uh, I was or gonna... Ty? Ty. It's Ty. It's Ty. Yeah, he's just, just drinking it in the corner. Yeah, Ty's just, just fucking being sad and shitty. <laughs> <laughs> Ty, around the corner, it seems like someone in the temple... Maybe turn the the ambiotic sounds in the temple up, so all of the tourists don't hear the commotion that's going on in the back room. So they're all still taking pictures and stuff. You can hear both things from your position, but you can tell that if you were standing where the tourists are standing, they couldn't hear everything that's going on in the back room. Like this kind of happens a bit. Like they're prepared for this. <laughs> Let's go, Jira. All right. All right. Yo, what's up? What are you doing? Attack I'm the lost. Acolyte. Attack <laughs> There's one acolyte left. 
Where is it though? Who's it? Is it not like going toward me it though? Just it just attacked me. It just attacked me. It just attacked our I thought you guys were gonna handle these fucking acolytes yourself. I mean, there I was did. an unfortunate string of rolls. Shotora <laughs> kind of saved my ass a bit. Hey guys, what do you guys have so much trouble with these acolytes for? I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, Jiro just grabs his axe that he's been using to slay these acolytes, just throws it like. Like, as if it's like a paper bearer <laughs> playing at the acolyte. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's 2d6 plus dex. That's a volley. I'm not gonna have any dex, whatever. I feel like I'm gonna roll, like gonna roll great. <laughs> dex? Oh, I got, yeah, I got straight zero for that. There we go. Alright, you got it, though. Alright, so that's a volley. And on a volley, when you roll an eight. What does it even mean? I don't even. I don't even know where that. I think, I don't I even, think you. I got it. I got it. You choose one. Either you have to move to get your shot, uh, placing yourself in danger. I'll describe it. I'm the GM. You have to take what you can get. You take a minus one d6 on your damage, or because you only have one axe, it breaks and you d break your axe. I'm just gonna move, move myself, move, placing myself into danger. You move in melee range of this ethereal acolyte. Easily able to swing at it, but decided to paper airplane your axe through its body. Roll 1d10. Roll your damage. That'll it, kill it cuts through doing... It, how about this? It cuts through doing three and a half damage, and that won't kill it. Why three and a half? Because, I'll, I'll tell you right now, all physical attacks of these ethereal beings have done half damage. They all have three HP. So oh, okay. dead. No, because this had plus two. But... Uh, oh, sorry, they all had two HP, excuse me. First one was plus three, second one was plus two, this is four. So there's half HP left. Do you plan, like, did you think we were like, supposed to figure out the math on that? <laughs> no, I, I didn't need to tell you, but I'm telling you. I'm telling you. All right, what do you want me to do now? I'm, tell I'm telling you for math. Like, you didn't kill it. It, it's, it's it looks five. weaker. It's it's fader. It, it goes from, like, a dark green to, like, a very, very pale green. Wait, that doesn't make sense, though. Because he did 10 damage to the one that had plus 3 health before, and that died. 5. 5. I, I, I misspoke. Excuse yeah, me. It's, yeah, two, so, it's 2 so, health plus 3 is 5. So yes. he did 5 damage to and it. And killed it, yes. But it this had one plus had 3 health. So it had exactly five health then. I, I said started with three. It started with two. I, but then, I no, but but then that that acolyte before shouldn't have died then because he did five damage. And if it started with uh, two health, two. it would have. Two plus three equals five. So it started with two. Then and this one has four. Oh god. Yes, and the other one started with two, and plus two is four. The other one started with two and got nothing, which is why the the oh weak attack roll killed it. Yeah, I, I misspoke when I said plus three. Alright, so what the fuck's going on? It's got a half HP. It's got, yeah, I'm, I'm getting letting you know it has very little HP, and because you paper airplane it, it flies through you doing the same thing it did to Jotaro, and you're going to take 1d6. It, it counterattacked you because you moved closer. It counterattacked you. And you have two armor, so it took a much bigger nick than it did to Jotaro. And it it did a little damage, but, you know, you're a big boy. I think you can handle it. Six minus armor, four. Avos. 
Uh, I'm going to turn into a human, so get out of cat form, okay. and uh, and pick up the chalice. Why don't you just kill the, the thing? The empty chalice? Because I have no fucking health. I ain't going to do that thing. Send your zombie at it. I'm picking up. The, I'm picking up the chalice. <laughs> you cowards! I run up. Well, I wanted. I wanted to see if like picking up the chalice, like, does it give me any control over these things, or does it like not even notice? No, it doesn't care about the chalice. All right. So whatever. I pick up the chalice and. Uh, There's still like a couple drops. Of that liquid in the cup. No, I pour that shit on the ground, dude. Now drink it. Drink it, <laughs> you Tron. Turn it. You pour all the liquid out. That's what you do, Evos? Um. Uh. I have a flask. You want to put it in there? Yeah, yeah sure. A flask. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, we will contain it then. Let's contain that liquid. I put it into uh, Ty's flask. Yeah, I like I well, like slapping. Ty's not flask. near you, so you can do that later. There's less than the sip in it. All right, whatever. So I'll just hold on to it then. I'll I'll just hold on to it and uh, uh, tell Joe. So you keep to... the chalice safe. It's now whose turn? Um, I'll, I will go. I'll yeah, I think my, it's I'll have my Send zombie, the zombie out. The zombie fish this dude off. Okay, roll. Ten. Bam. Good. Okay, damage. <laughs> if this is like. Well, it doesn't matter. It's kill one. The Oh, uh, well, if it rolls a one, it doesn't die, so. Are you kidding me? It rounds down. Yeah, so this zombie just passes straight through it. But wait, what do you mean it rounds down? It does half of one damage, which is 0.5, which is exactly how much health it has. Yes, it's not integer math, right? So I do a floor on all these commands. So then it would point have one HP, not 0.5. It has one HP, and you rolled 0.5. So it, you did so zero. you did nothing, yeah. I'm okay with it. You like you rolled a one on something. You have to do. You have to roll a two to even do damage, basically. All right, whatever. Uh, in editing, this is gonna sound super cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I do agree, though. So the zombie runs straight through the acolyte, doing no damage to it. It looks at you, Joe Toro. Bring it, Jiro. It's your turn. Finish it off, Jiro. She's that hammer. It clearly was what he wanted you to use the whole okay. time anyway. What did you say, Avos? Smash it with your hammer. Oh, I forgot I had that. Ugh. They pick up my hammer and just kind of give it like one of those like one of those carnival games when you're trying to make the little <laughs> little ball go to the top and ring the bell. Oh, God. Right on top of its head. Okay. What am I 2d6 fucking... plus strength. He rolled a nine. Damage. Oh, no, you oh, how about this? You slam this thing on its head, and it squishes straight to the ground. Evaporates in, in a pool of ethereal glory. And it's dead. Uh, all right. Why did I die this time? I, yeah, wanna, I, I guess think we, we just got rid of the whole thing. Hey, you know what? We just need argument. to kill these things because... It, it's almost like the paladin's hammer doesn't do half damage to it. Uh, oh, interesting. <laughs> good ha out, good out. Happy I randomly picked that up in the first scene of the first episode. <laughs> okay. Um, Why did I even I, pick it up? I don't, I don't even remember. Because uh, you were. Because we looted the body and it was the only thing that we could take from it. No, if I remember correctly, it. you were starting to. Uh, <laughs> actually, Tron was starting to peck and eat out the innards of the, of the <laughs> paladin. 
<laughs> and you decided to go over there and loot it. I mean, me, me and my odd ways was not necessary to bring up in that conversation. Evos, <laughs> let me see the chalice. Alright, I, I gladly give you the chalice, walk to the corner, and look at my bag to try to find something to heal myself. Yeah. Um, I want to cast Ritual uh, in this area. What I want to do is to undo the the curse of the jade uh, serpent or whatever. For everyone? Yeah, I want to like I want to basically destroy this place. I want to use okay. it to to negate the the magic that's in this place and like okay. I guess destroy from the everyone who sit from this chalice, you want to reverse the effect. Well, I just want to yeah, like I want to get rid of this place. Like I want to okay. end the jade god. Well, here. you know that there are other temples of the jade god, so um, so well, whatever this like tree that's bleeding into the chalice is, I want to destroy the magic here. Okay. Um. Read what ritual does. All right, so this is exactly what ritual does. It basically says, this is word for word, when you draw on a place of power to create a magical effect, you tell the GM what you're trying to achieve. Ritual effects are always possible, but the GM is going to give you one to four of the following conditions, and you can choose from up to four of these things, one to four of your choice. It's going to take days slash weeks or months, whatever you pick, uh, or first you must blank. You can make up whatever you want that we have to do first. You'll need help from blank, so whoever you want us to help needs to help us with do it. Uh, or it'll require a lot of money. Um, the best you can do is a lesser version, um, but it'll, and that will be unreliable and limited. Or you and your allies will risk danger from blank. And lastly, you'll have to first disenchant blank to do it. Okay, what is your effect? What do you want to happen? What I want to do is end the jade uh, serpent's power here and, and the curses, like, you know, reverse the curses. All right, so you go down on two knees and you feel the energy of this temple fading into you. And you know the only way you could do that is to drink the last of the chalice. Oh. And that's where we're going to end. <laughs> All right.